Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sandeep Sandeep. <laughs> I love it, love it. Whose voice is that? The Jingle Man. The Jingle Man, baby. <laughs> the Jingle Man. Ladies and gentlemen, we have none other than the person who composed the jingle today. So welcome to Getting Deep with Sandeep. And we have LA's uh, favorite guitar heartthrob. At Ethan Estrada here, Mr. Ethan, what's up? Hello, hello, Sandeep. Thanks for having me, brother. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to to coming and visiting me. Oh, I would um, do it. I would do it any day, man. Any day. I was. Yeah. Let me see if I. We turn the timer on. Oh yeah. So we don't talk for twenty hours. <laughs> like, we don't want to hear this heartthrob talk for days. <laughs> I mean, they like the heartthrob, but I've heard that uh, people. Still, like some mystery behind. Uh, I agree. Behind uh, heartthrobs, mm. you know, if they know everything about Ethan Estrada, then they probably. I don't know. They, I've heard uh, people get attracted to mystery. Do you? Did I come off as somewhat mysterious when you first met me? Like, do I give that impression sometimes? What did you think? Uh, um, so, in your family, in the Estrada family, mm-hmm. the most mysterious person right now for me is Emma. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she's mysterious. <laughs> honestly, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, what's going on? She's always she, what's going on in that big brain of hers. She's always thinking, you know. Yeah, she's doing so many things. She's inspiring, man. I love Emma. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes I don't use my alarm clock to wake up. I think about Emma, and then I wake you up. You just get up like, right away, I run got, 10 miles. Yeah, no, I gotta make some content before her next video comes out. <laughs> the <laughs> friendly competition. The, the friendly, yeah, they're competitive me. But this is good competition. I like, because this is, you know, um, like me competing with Mike, with Dan, with you, with Liz, with with my cre- co- uh, you know, friendly friends who are creators mm-hmm. to compete in self-growth. In a yeah. healthy way, yeah. And I'm not. I'm. I'm using it in the most positive sense. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it's definitely about your intention. I think behind it, right? Like if I have friends, and I don't know, maybe one of them, for example, is going to the gym more. Well, I could either look at that as um, right. me, me judging them and and like you know competing in a negative way because I want to be better than them, or it's like I'm because I love them and want the best for them. I want to be on their level too because they inspire me. So I also want to go to the gym as much as they're doing, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's all about, it's all subjective. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it's extremely important to have, uh, I think, the right community around yes. you. They say, I, I heard uh, a statistic somewhere and I'm not someone who quotes statistics. It's okay if you are, <laughs> I don't judge you. <laughs> In my friend circle, I'm, I'm, I'm known to be the guy who... who, who uh, uh, can talk about stuff but no not facts and statistics i don't mm. thrive on that but i'm going to throw a statistic sure here for our amazing amazing yes. beautiful listeners Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> i've heard you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most <laughs> wow i'm thinking of all the five people i hang out with the most. <laughs> <laughs> who are the five people you hang out with the most oh well 
So my f- honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gotta be Elizabeth's gotta be there. Uh huh. Um, Rodrigo, Rodrigo, my close friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Ori, another mm-hmm. good friend of mm-hmm. mine. Chris. Mm-hmm. My mom. Beautiful. I hang out with my mom a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, part, and that's part of Elizabeth too because they're in the house. But I also like like to spend right. time with them. Right. And then um, fifth person. I think the fifth person is kind of always interchanging you know like I, i've been hanging out with you a lot more mm-hmm. for example right right um certain nice. friends come and go but it's like there's always that that top four i think nice so actually five i just named it chris did i right. say chris right. chris ray right Do yeah. you, you didn't say emma yet yeah because me and emma don't me, me and emma have different relationships than me and elizabeth do Ooh. yeah <laughs> that was gonna be one so my um my question another question was gonna be like how was it growing up in the estrada household but but i <clears throat> i i realized that we haven't uh, given uh, an introduction for you so i just want to make sure everyone who's listening sure gets a uh, gets a picture of estrada uh, ethan estrada mr ethan sure so let me start with what i know about you and and you can fill in sure and add and purify or not or okay. do whatever edit it for instagram <laughs> <laughs> or yeah of best highlight t- take, t- yeah take it take it away um so when i think ethan i think nice guy i think helpful i think ambitious i think someone who wants to work on self growth i think someone who wants to be more aware i think someone who wants to associate with positive uh people who inspire him um when i think of him i ethan is someone who i think has a um yeah am- amazing you know musician uh, inspirational guitar guitar player i think of i think of um your dressing sense i love your dressing sense my style yeah your style keep it simple you know <laughs> yeah and uh and you're, you're you you've you're from la woodland hills You seem, yeah, you, you seem have to three. know more about me than I know. So. <laughs> you have uh, two sisters. You have, yeah, you, you, you know, all of you are here. Um, you plan to go to Israel sometime. Yeah, I'm supposed to be there right now. Right. How crazy is that? Right, right. And now so, we're doing this. So, so yeah, tell tell us uh, what's up. Uh, what what should people know about you? What drives Ethan, and what's Ethan about? Well, it's interesting, right? Like, what do I want people to know about me mm-hmm. versus, like... Who is Ethan? Who, yeah, because there's different perspectives on that. So, because when you say, like, you said all those great things about me and thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to think a lot of those are true, but I'm not always thinking that's who I am, right? right? I am, uh, well, yeah, I'm Ethan, you mm-hmm. know? I'm a lover. Mm-hmm. I love. Ooh. My I man. think that's like that's the biggest thing. If there's anything I want people to know is like I love life. Mm-hmm. I love people. Um I love to love in many different ways, you know? Not just obviously romantically, but like with friends and family because that's the foundation, right? It starts with love. Beauty comes from love, compassion comes from love, fun comes from love, happiness, content, adventure. It all comes from this feeling, right? right? And sometimes you can't explain the feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to incorporate love into my life in, in, a macro, in a macro and micro scale. 
Um, so yeah, when you say things like I'm nice, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely try, you know, I, yeah. I do yeah. try. I yeah. mean, I, it's genuine, but like, I love to talk to people since I was right. a kid. I've always, it didn't matter who it was. Mm-hmm. I would be talking to people in my classroom. Didn't matter the status, right? Um, to, to still to today. I mean, I have many right. different kinds of friends. Right. I talked to. I worked at Trader Joe's. It didn't matter who came into my line. Right. Whether you're 65 or you are seven, I was gonna try to strike up a conversation. Right. Right. So, um, I really love people, and I love to do things. Music is a big thing for me. You know, mm-hmm. I love making music. Mm-hmm. That's definitely probably like the biggest passion of my life for sure. Because mm-hmm. it's the one thing I've stuck with throughout all the years more than I have anything else you know like I've constantly been changing as a person and my music but the music's still been there you know mm-hmm. I started playing guitar as a freshman Ooh. I actually still this is how I got into music <laughs> it's a funny story I got into music on a self-imposed dare oh. so I was in PE class physical education right and I was with two of my friends mm-hmm. Joe and Nathan and Joe played guitar and Nathan played drums and we all started talking randomly in P about music and they were talking about forming this band right Mm -hmm. stupid band name we were gonna call it the flying fucks (laughs) but uh so they were talking about you know being in this band and i didn't play any instruments right but i wanted to be in the band so i made this self-deprecating joke and i said i'll be your guys's band manager you know and we all laughed and that was that Mm -hmm. And then we all just, you know, class ended. And by the way, that was the only conversation we ever had about music. It was a one-time thing. But I remember going home and just thinking about that that day. And I was like, no, I want to be in this band, this this fake band, this hypothetical band. Like, why couldn't I? So it wasn't even because I loved music so much. It was more like a competition, like a dare to myself. Like, could I do it? Because I think since I was a kid till today, I've always pushed myself and wanted to do things that I thought I couldn't. And um, so I go to my, go home, I tell my mom, mom, I want to take guitar lessons. And she said, why? And I was like, just because, and here I am thinking, I want to be in this band, you know, I'm going to show them I could be in the band. I don't want to be a band manager, you know? So I dared myself yeah. and I started taking lessons and then the rest is history. Mm-hmm. I took lessons, I fell in love. I took them for a little less than a year. Right. I was playing so much guitar on my own time that I didn't need lessons anymore because I was learning so much from YouTube and just on my own. How old were you at this time? I was, I want to say 13. 13. 13 when I started. So you started. So the summer, I want to say like the end of eighth grade, summer of eighth Mm -hmm. grade going into freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. That's when I started. And then I started songwriting probably towards the end of that year, like sophomore years when I kind of started to songwrite. Horrible songs. Oh my gosh. I have a whole song folder <laughs> just called, it's like, do not, you know, it's it's in a vault. Do not what? Under, it's like, do, don't open. You know, it's in a vault under my house. I don't want anyone to look at these songs. But when I look back, it's like crazy to see the progress over the years right. just through sticking through something. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I just stuck with it and I fell in love. I, it's like, it's almost like I, I, I found a new color, you know? I never saw it before. It's like... And then I started songwriting and it just, it made so much sense to me. It felt mm-hmm. so natural. It felt so safe. And it was the closest I've ever felt to to God, source, the universe, however you want to describe it. Like that feeling was ineffable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I just been doing it ever since because it, it's, it's, it's my favorite thing to do in the world. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Right. I don't want to do anything else, right. you know, yeah. except 
talk to Sonny, <laughs> Sonny. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, man. So that's how I got into music. Uh, self-imposed dare. Nice. So t- uh, 13, you were in eighth grade. Where did you go? Uh, high school? I went to El Camino. El Camino. El Camino Where High School. Where is that for people around the world? Yeah, El Camino High School is in Woodland Hills on you know, Valley Circle. You know, I'm from India, so I'll have my family in India. Yeah, I don't think they have any El Camino missions there. <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. The, the Spaniards went everywhere, but I don't know if they went to India. They tried to go to India. They ended up here, actually. So. <laughs> so, in El Camino High School in Los Angeles, in 8th grade, was that your first and only school? Did you move schools? No, so I was born in Woodland Hills, and I was born and raised here. I went to Hale Middle School. I went to Calabash, the school two minutes. It was my elementary school, two minutes near where I live. Mm-hmm. You used to live in Calabash? Uh, no, I went to Calabash. I live in Woodland Hills, but I live like 10 feet kind of from Cal- mm-hmm. Calabasas. It's really weird right. because Mulholland is the dividing sector. Right. So I can, I can wave to Calabasas, but I'm not in Calabasas. Right. So I'm in Woodland Hills. Um, I went to Calabash for elementary school. Right. I went to Hale Middle School for middle school, and then uh, I just graduated from and then Elko for high school, and then I went to Pierce College. It's a community college, right? And then I transferred to UCSB and just graduated this past June. Right. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I'm never doing it again. <laughs> no thanks. Like never studying again? No, no, no. I'm, I'm always studying. I'm always learning. Uh-huh. I love education. It's just more like I don't want to do it through school anymore. Right. I'm, I'm every day I learn new things right. through reading through this right uh, you know but I'm I'm just tired of the school system yeah I, I hear you it was very draining yeah it was yeah it, and especially studying for things I didn't know what I wanted to do with right. my life I mean I, I was a calm major and I'm happy I'm calm right. because you know my parents wanted me to get a degree and I also wanted to get a degree right. I wasn't a good stu- I was a good student I am a good student Right. But I didn't activate it until college because that's when my dad, I had a really bad first semester. I just didn't care. And my right. dad was pretty much like, hey, man, like, this is your life now. Right. Like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> nice. I can't hold your hand. And the way he said it was so simple, but I was like, holy shit, you're right. Like, no more messing around. You know, I did a lot of that throughout my high school and all that. But it was one of those wake up calls. And I was super into music, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, um, I wasn't motivated enough to do it full time at that part of my life i didn't want to i was you know i was just still growing as an artist i couldn't say so mute for so for me going to school was like um a, a safety but also comforting you know and i wanted i wanted a degree right. I, yeah, I think it's valuable in the world it's useful yeah 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 so you never know i i'm a calm major and uh I always tell people like calm major is kind of like tofu, like it absorbs the flavor <laughs> of what you give it. So my idea is like when I get out of college, which I just did, I'll figure it out. And that's when like Israel comes in and I had this internship that I extended. Now I'm going in October. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so what are your ambitions in, um, in life with respect to your career now that you thinking about music guitar and then israel what's what's what i so there's one maybe you could touch on ambition and the other maybe a realistic plan if you have or not because i don't know yeah. yeah it's so funny you say that realistic plan yeah right? you know what i mean so i was listening to this commencement speech by jim carrey right and he said people choose their path out of fear disguised as practicality 
Uh-huh. And I think for a long time, for example, like I, a couple months ago, I wanted to be a real estate agent really bad. Right. But I realized it wasn't like what I truly wanted to do. I right. think I was just, and by the way, real estate's not even a secure you know, job or anything. Right. It's just more like in terms of practicality, I could see myself doing that. Right. I'm personable. Right. It's lucrative, whatever. Right. But that's not what I wanted to do in my heart, you know? I was right. kind of choosing that subconsciously because... A, you know, at that time, I I cared what like what would people think and stuff, right. and B, um, I was scared to admit what I really wanted to do, which was music. Right. You know, like yeah. music is what I want to do. Right. Exactly. Nice. So so when you talk about ambition, I guess to answer both of them, ambition is music. I mean, I want to make music. I started this band, which you've been supporting. Oh, oh, oh hell yeah. <laughs> Apengate, follow us on Instagram if you like yeah. good music. Uh, spell spell it for people. L P. A N G A T A Y, Pangate. It's yeah. Topanga in Pig Latin. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that and my solo stuff, I mean, like, I just, I feel so, I feel so synchronistic with, with, with my soul. Right. And the universe when I'm on stage, when right. I perform, when I'm writing songs right. in my room. Right. So, I mean, I was telling this, this person recently, if I wake up in the morning, And the first thing I do is grab my guitar. <laughs> I brush my teeth first. And then I grab a guitar. Right. And the last thing I do before bed is I play until my mom yells at me because she wants to go to bed. Right. Then why else? Like, then why would I not do it? Exactly. I Absolutely. can't. So, so, yeah. I mean, music's my life. And you mentioned the career thing. It's interesting, right? Like, we think career. It used to be you get one, you get a job after college. Right. And that was it. Like, right. that was the American dream. You get a career, right. and as if nothing else mattered. Then you right. get married, and you get minted, and you go up in the company, <laughs> and then you retire when you're 60. Mm -hmm. That's not how careers work anymore. Right. You can choose what any whatever kind of life you want to live. Nice. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's just fear-driven. I've experienced right. it, you know, trying to figure out what I want to do. I have a lot of smart friends, like right. very intelligent friends. Right. Uh, they're like a lot of STEM, right? So science, technology, right. math. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And I used to compare myself and judge myself and I was really insecure about the fact that I didn't have those qualities to right. be the guy to do, I don't know. I hear you. You know, yeah. the technology stuff or physics. Right. But then I realized, hey, but they don't have what I have, yeah. you know? Right. They I, can't make music like me. They can't right. just go and talk to a 90-year-old on a bench. I don't know. Right. So when I started embracing who I am, mm -hmm. That's when I think doors started opening for me. You know, right. I was trying to conform. It's so weird. Like we we try to run so much from, <laughs> from who we, we are, really are. To, to get doors to open for us, <laughs> and then you realize like when you finally accept who you are, then the doors open. It's, it's so simple yet it's so complex for, for so many people. Why does it feel like I'm talking to myself? Because <laughs> we like, all experience it's, it. It's like I'm looking at a mirror. I'm talking to myself, but just that I look better. <laughs> You're looking pretty good, Sandeep. I'll trade my muscles for your muscles. <laughs> Yeah, it, the my, my life. I, I've been telling um, my community about it, but my life changed since December 2020, and that was the time I had the realization that you're having now, or you've had, in, you know, yeah, for for some time. Recently, recently. Yeah, because like you, I would try to be good at stuff that the world thinks you should be good at. Hmm. Why? Because it logically makes sense. But then I realized, hey, I like... There are so many traits in me that are pretty rare and not necessarily rare. A lot of 
people like that and you know why not back my strengths yeah and i've been doing that and my life has i'm here with ethan and i and and by the way i'm not just saying this like yeah. we all love you sandeep like my family loves you and there's a reason cuz energy attracts energy right right right, right. it doesn't know good or bad it right. just attracts whatever you put out right. so right you know i had this like called a spiritual awakening a couple months ago mm-hmm. um cuz honestly when like fall of 2019 to a couple months ago life was tough for me in many different ways like i had trauma I was depressed, mm-hmm. I was confused, you know, with what I was doing, where it was going. And I wasn't living my authentic self. Mm-hmm. And um to long story short, you know, I had this like talk with my dad one day out of right. nowhere. And like he said he was proud of me and like it, op- <laughs> it, op- it was so simple and it was like it opened up all these doors right. in in my life and my heart and I was able to let go of things and right. just move on and and that was like the the catalyst for Right. uh starting to live my authentic life right. which means like not you know standing like we talk about like the people pleaser thing right know? standing up for myself standing up for others not being afraid to live my authentic self and be who I am with whether it's music or any kind of uh artistic journey I want to go down right only having positive people in my life and by the way when i say positive people i don't like toxic positivity i don't believe in that right i just mean people that don't put others down Right. What do you mean by toxic positivity? Toxic positivity would be like let's say you get in a car crash, god forbid. Right. And you you crash the car, you're on you're on the freeway, right? right? Your car flipped over uh and you're bleeding right. and you say, "Oh, it's okay. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay. Like it's all good vibes." Right. So what you right. do is you're not feeling your emotions. You're not right. feeling cuz obviously you don't feel fine. You got right. in a car crash. Right. So toxic positivity is when you pretend like every everything's always okay. Right. Everything's always happy and sunshine. Right. Right. That's the horrible way. I've I've tried that, man. Right. It's kind of like the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. People say uh which I by the way believe mm-hmm. in that to some extent, but if you're always trying to attract good and like if when bad things happen, like it's inevitable. Life right. sucks sometimes. Yeah. And if you try to run from that and cover it up with happy emotions, then you're only making it worse because it's temporary. You you still feel that stuff inside. Right, right. So you're pretending to people on the external that you're happy and you feel good when you're not. You're not feeling your emotions. So that's what toxic positivity is. Right. Like how they say to heal it, you have to feel it. Yes, I love that. Healing is feeling. And uh and this is something I realized recently, you know, no emotions, all emotions are good. They all have a tool. They they all give us a tool. Anger, sadness, a uh, fear, right. even shame. Right. Right? A jealousy. It's all contextual because right. they show you in that moment something about yourself. Right. They if they're you know, telling you something. They're telling you something, right? If you're angry, it's obviously coming from some anger is not bad. It just depends on where right. you put it. Right. Right? Because we're animals. We need to put it somewhere. And right. then or it can help you uncover something about yourself. If you feel shame, right. Well, maybe that's just a lesson because you feel shame because you did something wrong. Right. Why did you do something wrong? Right. Why do you feel like you did something wrong? Right. Well, that there's a lesson in that. Sadness, bereavement, you know? Mm-hmm. Sadness can be very ama- I I this is going to sound weird, but I like sadness. Mm-hmm. Because it makes me feel like I'm alive, you know? It makes me feel like my emotions are real. There's this Lumineers song and they say it's better to feel pain than nothing at all. I totally agree with mm-hmm. that. I rather I love feeling my emotions because it makes me feel alive and so many people which I've done in the past try to run from that and escape whether it's through 
drugs, alcohol, sex, mm -hmm. working, uh, you know, porn. I mean, whatever your vice is. Like, right. there's many different ways to escape. And it's not until you kind of just learn to sit with those days, whatever it is, that like you feel really alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just got deep there. We just got deep. Nice. Yeah. You should have like a, you know how they have those buttons from Stables? It's like. No, there is one here. That was easy. You could be like, uh, that was deep. <laughs> Do you like what that? is that, a joke? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got like a little samba. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> just playing the whole time, the rest of the show, everything I say is just like claps. Just talking about my salad I ate at lunch. <laughs> and then you get it. I'm like, oh! I'd like to thank my mom. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> so, what projects are you working on now? Well,. The music with the pangate is the biggest thing, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, because, and shout out to my band. I love my band. I yeah, love my tell band. us about your band. Uh, who who is in your band? What do you play in your band? Who's your favorite person in the band? <laughs> my favorite person and is. Who, and what do you not? One thing that you would like to change about the band? <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay, so there's six of us. Mm -hmm. Um, what are their names? Let's give them shout outs. Cecilia Bellissimo, she's the vocalist. Mm -hmm. Talia Lava, she's the other vocalist. Mm -hmm. um, Finn Bennett, he's our amazing drummer. Mm -hmm. Mac Reeves is our bass player. And then Andrew Naranjo is our lead guitar player. Did Cecilia uh, sing in the last performance in the yes. bar and grill? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She sang so well. Yeah, she's amazing. I didn't know her name, uh, but I remember a girl on stage singing. Yeah, that's Cecilia. Nice. So she's amazing. It's it's really cool. So this is how it worked. This is how it started. In high school, my ex-girlfriend uh, was in the same grade as Andrew. And she was on Instagram and saw Andrew playing music and was like, you should jam with him. So she DM'd him saying, hey, you should jam with my boyfriend sometime. And he's nice. like, I'm down. <laughs> and then we ended up jamming once. <laughs> and then the girlfriend became ex. <laughs> and then, yeah, now she's an ex. And but now the, I'm dating but, Andrew. <laughs> but Andrew is still in life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy how it works. It's crazy how... Uh, it, sometimes, you know, I, I, I'd rather just be friends with <laughs> girls. Because that way you can... The relationship lasts longer. Because then yeah. the girl becomes ex. And then suddenly it's weird. And then you don't talk. Yeah. Because it's, an, it's more than friend. And, you know what I mean? I could... Talked about that for hours. Right? <laughs> like with, yeah. But, but no, yeah, what were we talking about? So I was just gonna say. So we, I started jamming with Andrew in right. high school. You know, and I was not. I mean, I, I did. I've done acoustic music for most of my life until like a year and a half ago. I bought an electric guitar. Um, so like jamming with, I, I sucked. I, I, I think it's safe to say like we weren't as good as we were today. I think Andrew would agree with that. I, by the way, he's an amazing guitar player. Ooh. He shreds. You've seen him. Yeah, he's yeah, so yeah, talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he plays drums too mm -hmm. and bass. He's just a talented guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had uh, goosebumps when right. I heard like you guys I love, he, I thrive off I his energy. Mm -hmm. So then like around COVID, we started jamming more, 2020. Right. And we just weren't even thinking about the band. We just were jamming a lot and a lot. And then he said like, I met this girl on through Instagram called Talia. And she's a singer. We should mm -hmm. get her to come. Nice. So she jammed with us a bit. And then he met Cecilia and she joined us. And... Uh, and then he said, because he's in another band called Strange Case with mm -hmm. Finn, and that's how he got our drummer, mm -hmm. because he's in another band with the drummer. Right. So Finn came to jam with us, nice. and then we just found a bass player. You know, we Beautiful. found Mac, who's also 
So it all kind of came together out of nowhere. It's a community. And we just started writing songs, mm -hmm. and it, and then like, like that, right. it was so I couldn't even tell you when it happened. It happened towards the end of 2020. Um, things started taking off. Like we already have like 12 original songs, mm -hmm. and we haven't even all jammed together, you know. And we have such an eclectic style because I did like primarily folk stuff growing up, you know, like acoustic sappy songs. Andrew did a lot of surf stuff. Um, Mac Reeves like rock. Cecilia does like cool indie vibes, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then Talia does like jazz, I would say, like R&B-ish. Mm -hmm. She has a really cool R&B voice. So we all came together and like brought these different styles of music and made a pangate. And it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. Right. So uh, um, what is one thing that you guys would like to improve about or you think, you know, you guys could do better in your band and or not necessarily better or would you like to experiment with? Yeah. Second, what's the process? Like, how do you guys, what do you guys do from, you know, for someone like me who doesn't who's not a part of your jam sessions if i want to get a pitch, picture of how where do you guys start with what's the process from the beginning to live performance sure so to answer the first question mm -hmm. our big thing right now is to record music we want to record music we have we we have all these songs and we want to do shows but if we don't record songs to put online if people come to our show right. and they love a song they can't, they can't take it home right they could enjoy it for a day but the next day they forget the name even if mm -hmm. they follow us on instagram which you guys should do. <laughs> but yeah, so recording music and putting it online, that way we can the fans could have the music even after the show. Mm -hmm. So that's the that's the that's the important thing for us right now is recording, which we're in we're in the process of talking about Beautiful. and if we don't finish a song before I leave to Israel, I come back in 5 5 months, 5 and a half months, so then mm -hmm. we're going to start there. Mm -hmm. So that's that. Um, now the the process is interesting. It kind of depends. I would say Primarily speaking, I'm the songwriter of the band. Um, it's not like official, it's just kind of like how it's been. I write a song, or at least like ideas, and then I run it through Andrew or you know Cecilia, or sometimes I'll write a chord progression and I'll be like, hey Tatalia, you'll sound good on this, or Cecilia, you'll sound good on this, and then we'll try to do something. Andrew also writes chord progressions, like rhythms, and he sends them to me, and then he'll be like, try to write something with this. So we had this song called Man on the Move, and he wrote those those two chords. It was like um, like an F-sharp minor and an E. Mm -hmm. And then I took it and write, wrote lyrics to it and kind of made it a song. Sometimes he'll literally just text me and be like, hey, you should write a song about called this. So we have a song called Mosaic Coyote, and that's because he was in San Fran with Cecilia, um, and they were walking on these like mosaic steps and they saw a coyote nearby. <laughs> and he literally just texted me like, that's a cool name. Yeah. He's like, do something with it. And I was like, okay. So I wrote a song about it. Nice. Um, so yeah. And, and we're still figuring out the process because we're such a fresh band, you know? Right. We haven't even jammed a lot together. We have, we have so many unfinished ideas. It's crazy, Santi. <laughs> like it's the energy. I'm so happy. To, I, 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 I'm... I can feel. I can't even explain to you. Like, like you we already we already have yeah. twelve originals. Like our problem is 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 like like typically covers. Like people do a lot of covers with bands, and that's right. cool. Right. We don't. I mean, like we don't have time for covers because we're writing so many originals. We have so many ideas running through us, 
and Andrew will throw ideas. Cecilia will right. have an idea. Um, so we all feed off it. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I can feel it. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, man, we're excited. Yeah, and you know, as they say, it's the words that don't really count. It's the it's the it's the feeling, the the energy. You may say whatever you say. Yeah. But I will know when you're saying it with all your heart. Oh, I'm so happy you came to the show. By the way, I love that, and I I recognize the people that show up. Right, right. I recognize all the people. Absolutely. Because I like how you said, you know, anyone can say anything. Right. I'm tired of, I used to be a talker. I mean, like, I mean, I still talk. But the difference is, like, I used to just say things and not do them. Right. So now I don't really tell people shit. I don't tell people anything. Right. I'd rather just do it. There's too many people that say. Right. You know, Dan, the man, Dan's a doer. Doer. Right? He does. And I'm sure we both know people in our life who say they're going to do this and that. We do it. I mean, we we, we do that. Right. I've I've done that for years. I'm not not saying, I I think I can say that because I've experienced it. Right. But after, I mean, after a while, it's just like talking does nothing. Right. You know. You need a product. You need a product. You need to deliver stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but how did we get into this? Uh, music. Uh, I don't know. Huh. Just kind of hopped in. <laughs> yeah. My mind just went boo blank. <laughs> oh, because the feeling, you know. Right. You, know, you asked right, me about the right. feeling. The, yeah, the lyrics and 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 the and the fact that. And you see that I'm actually doing it on yeah, stage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you were you were killing the last song. It felt so good, dude. Ended. That song echoes. Yeah, we love that song. We get. Uh, I just get into it. I get really into it. Right, right. Because I mean, to some extent, I'm performing, right? Right. But it's like still my song. Right. So it's like it's not enough to just write the song. You have to be the song. You have right. to feel the song. Right. Half of it's only writing, right? right. You got to express it the way it's meant to be expressed. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very big about um, yeah, yeah. I, I, stage performing. I can see you're, you, you, you're pretty expressive. You, you, I, as I told you yesterday, you have that lover boy, lover uh, boy, <laughs> and your songs have a lot of, um, you know, the lyrics are nice. Thank you. The ones that I've. Not the ones in high school, the not, the, not the do not list. The, not the ones that I've li- listened to and the ones that I've understood. Because for me to catch an American accent song, mm. sometimes it's difficult. Yeah. In the first go, if I don't really read the lyrics. Yeah. But no, some of the songs that you, you sang, the, you know, one about the fact that... I, I remember the emotion, but I forgot the lyrics where you say... With the pengate? Yeah. At the open mic you'd sung, you'd said... Um, Oh, the open mic, my solo stuff. Yeah, a lot of us are, yeah, no, there was something. Some day by day, maybe it was one of those. I've been searching for joy in the wrong ways. <laughs> yeah, I love, I mean, lyrics, dude. People ask me, like, where does it come from? Right. And it's weird because, like, I sometimes don't like explaining the, because like, I want the lyrics to, to speak for themselves. I want to right. leave it all in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, I don't hide anything through my lyrics. Um, I think that's when something, like, I've had different milestones as growing as an artist. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, like, accepting that these are my these are my words. And I'm not going to try to write what I think people want to hear. I'm just going to write my truth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my lyrics are vulnerable. Um... Minapangate, I just, 
it's almost like a trance, like it comes, like channeling. Right. And whatever comes, comes. I try not to judge it. You know, if I feel a certain way, if I had a breakup, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna right. write a song that's, um, <laughs> you know, about like with Pharrell Williams happy. I'm right. gonna write how I feel. Right. And uh, I think that's more relatable to a lot of people. Right. And yeah, that, that's real. Authentic, yeah. genuine. So yeah. Yeah. You hit the right chord there. Thank you. Uh, I, let's move on to. I want. I wanted to touch. Uh, to touch a little bit on, 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 on. As I mentioned, growing up in the Estrada household. Yes. So. Estrada. How is it? Uh, how was it growing up in in that house with, with. Uh, there's a lot of strong presence in your house. There's uh, a lot of creative, independent, strong women. Yes. Three, yeah, three, like, you know. Warri- like, warriors, yeah, seriously. They, they, yeah, they can take up space, and you can take space. Like, you guys are, have, like, when you walk into a room, you guys can, you know, command all the attention. You I guys appreciate have that, that. Yeah. So, what's it, living in a household where four people have that dynamic, you know? So, so, um... My, uh, my, well, first of all, my parents did an amazing job. Right. I mean, the, I mentioned in the beginning, like, I'm love. That's what it's all about, the foundation for me. That comes from my parents. Um, they taught me what it means to be a good person. They, sh- they didn't just teach me it, they showed me it, right? They expressed it to me. My parents didn't have good childhoods growing up, mm-hmm. like bad childhoods, mm-hmm. you know? And they compensated by giving us, they doing what they wanted to do for us. Um, so I was raised with love, you know, my parents really supported us and taught us to follow our passions and dreams, but also be realistic, you know, so like the whole school thing, right. which I understand, you know, I think that was yeah. a good move. Yeah. Um, and they just, it was all about love. I mean, we, we, we were really, I'm very blessed and fortunate to say I really love my parents. I know it's, there's a lot of people that come from different, you know, families and stuff and that. And that early time in your life can really affect the trajectory of your life wherever you go. So because they raised me with love, I wanted to give that love to other people, you know, because I feel it, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. So my dad, I love my dad. <laughs> He's a very, my mom and dad are completely opposite. My dad's a very down to earth, cool guy, very mm-hmm. relaxed and composed, <laughs> but also very smart, mm-hmm. very wise. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a big intellect, you know, mm-hmm. very funny and goofy. <laughs> so I got a lot of those, I think, that calmness from my dad. I love it. My mom mm-hmm. is a banshee. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a like just word. a big, loud bird or, yeah. I, I, you yeah. know, just yeah. a crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I say it with love. I yeah, mean, with love, yeah, of course. My mom say, has yeah. huge energy. Right, yeah. Like, like male, like masculine energy. Mm-hmm. So, um... With my mom, she's always been the loud one. She's always been the entertainer, right, you know, yeah. the one not to, fra- to say anything. She taught me how to have a backbone. She taught me how to right. stand up for myself. And But she's also a big lover, you know. Yeah. She's done so much for us. So, And my sisters, you know, Elizabeth and Emma, they're very free-spirited. That's all. I don't know how else to say it. Like, they, they really live their own lives for themselves. Beautiful. And that inspires me. Beautiful. So... I feel this bond with all of them. You know, growing up, we'd always just do, we'd always hang out together and have a lot of family time. Um, and especially during COVID, you know, like when I moved back home from SB because of everything that was happening with, with coronavirus, I just got even closer to them. 
and um, they're the most important women in my life. Mm-hmm. In terms of family time, what, what was uh, what kind of uh, family time get-togethers you guys used to have? Yeah, so okay, so a big gr- one for example up. was like dinner, right? My mom would always make home cooked meals, mm-hmm. so at nighttime we'd always have dinner together. No phones, just dinner. Ooh. We'd always have that one night, like we'd all sit down, you know, and talk about the day. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a really important one. You know, in, in uh, Judaism, they have Shabbat. How old were you at that time? I was a kid, since I was a kid. Oh, okay. Since so, I was a kid, okay. we'd always did it. You know, when I got older, like college and stuff, it was just harder because we're all out. But for most of my childhood, we'd have those, bam, those those night dinners. That was really important. Um, Why can I, yeah, how can I, you know, visualize you? I'm right now visualizing Ruth being that uh, mother and, you know, all three of you sitting and, and you know, your, your dad, all of, all of you sitting in the table and eating. And, yeah. yeah, it was, um, and that's when I say, like, my mom is the most inspiring person I know mm-hmm. because she did so much for us. Like, she, you know, wasn't a stay-at-home mom. She had her own business with my dad, so she was a working woman and she was maintaining her social life and doing all these things. And supporting three kids, and not just but with money, you know, but like with attention. So that also taught me the importance of acknowledging people and being there for people and showing up, you know, looking them in the eyes. Right. Um, but yeah, my mom just she was able to do it all. She could right. do it all, and that's I think where we got part of that productive side. I think, or just the go go chase it, go get it, because mm. we were raised in that environment. Any favorite memories of you guys together? The most. What is your? Let's say. What would be your favorite memory of with your family together wow wow um, take a time yeah it could be two it's like certain specific things yeah you know or I, I yeah. for example like I have I have one memory of um, of when I was a little kid just playing with Emma at this park <laughs> and I was like three years old that was like one of the earliest memories I had but I remember smiling a lot when I was with her. Um, with my with my dad, he would we would go to a lot of car events and just look at the cars. He was a big car guy, still is. Mm-hmm. So it's more like you know we talk about you kind of forget all of the memories. You forget what they say and do, but you don't remember how they made you feel. So I have so many memories with my family where I just feel loved loved by them. Mm-hmm. You know, with my mom, she, I remember the car drives. You know, like just trying to. Mm-hmm make her laugh and, and then she'd make me do these whale sounds and all this stuff <laughs> she's adorable yeah and and with my sisters it has to be um i just you know it's not specific but all the times they just hugged my sisters like where, where i've had a cry to them where they've been there nice and i've had yeah. these moments and they i remember this one time a couple months ago i was just at a really bad place and i just broke down and cried nice and mm-hmm. I just can't confess all mm-hmm. these things, like mm-hmm. even things that were just coming out of my subconscious. Right. Like I'm sorry for this, I'm sorry for that. Like I'm, right. I'm working on myself, you right. know. Right. And they just didn't say anything. They just hugged me, and yeah. I felt the love. I just we all understood. Right. That was recently one of the best, uh, most reassuring feelings. Yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I like. I I. Uh, I keep falling in love with your family more and more. 
You can move in anytime you want, man, as long as you pay a little rent. No. <laughs> sometimes, you know, what, sometimes I wonder what it is like, you know, being around that energy in the house uh, with Emma doing her, you know, amazing creative work, with, with Ruth going, um, you know, uh, all out with her work, with Liz doing all of that. I just wonder with you having <laughs> your music, you know, jam, jamming going on. I just wonder, you know, what's going on in that house the whole 24-7. We're always definitely doing stuff. It's kind of like we're... Hmm. It's almost like we're roommates, right? Like, you know, sometimes roommates come in and they come out. Right. That's kind of us. Like, whenever we see each other in the house, especially in the mornings or whatever, you know, we love, we talk and we eat breakfast together. We'll walk Rico together. That's a big one, the walks. Rico. Rico Suave. How long have you had Rico? Over 15 years, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he's, I've had him since fourth grade. Old man. Young at heart, though. Young at, Young at heart. <laughs> follows his follows his owners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beautiful. I love the dog as well. <laughs> but, yeah, we, uh, you know, Emma, we'll all be in a room sometimes just doing stuff. Right. And uh, Emma's Emma's the busiest for sure, I think, because she's doing her comedy. Right. So she's at the house a lot. I'll be in my room making music. Elizabeth right. sometimes will be downstairs reading. My mom will be doing comedy in the office. It just depends on the day. But I got so used to it. I don't even think of it like that. You know, we're just like... It's how it's always been, you know? We just always do Beautiful. stuff. and yeah. 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 So, yeah. You got to come by sometime, man. Just spend the day with us. Yeah, I want to. Please. I'll, I'll pay. No, it's free. <laughs> we'll buy, pay you. I'll buy a ticket. We'll pay you. <laughs> for that experience. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a virtual tour like this. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bring my vaccination card. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, brother. Yeah. yeah. We have 58 more seconds before uh, 45 minutes I like these uh, short and sweet podcasts by the way because I've done them before I mean I've, I've only done another like three podcasts with the same guy mm -hmm. but the first two were really long <laughs> and sometimes you just get tired you right, know right 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 I realized that um, when I you know had my first and second episodes yeah and I like how you just kind of dictate it loosely you know you're like oh right. let's talk about this let's right, talk about this right, right. it's nice to just keep changing change yeah. is good yeah 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 this Entire conversation was uh, a little bit of me being curious and a lot just came out naturally. The, yeah. The, the, I, I didn't expect the opening to be the way it was. Which getting was amazing. Deep. We're getting deep. You know, we're not getting soft, man. We're not getting soft. We're getting deep. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, Ethan, um, to close out, um, of course, I'm going to have another conversation with you because there's so much more I want to sure, talk with you. Of course. Um, but to close out, where can people find more uh, about you, about your content? And uh, hmm. w w yeah, how, uh, how do my touch. listeners find, get in touch with you? Okay, so I mean, my Instagram is Ethan Estrada. Mm -hmm. That's my, that's where you can probably find it all. You know, I'm not a big, I think social media is amazing. The only tool I, I use, though, I would say is Instagram. That's my thing. You know, Facebook is like to keep up with family and right. old friends and find out who's pregnant and married. <laughs> but yeah, so my Instagram is Ethan Estrada. Mm -hmm. And I'm always posting what I'm doing there, my journeys, um, my music, my solo stuff. And then Apangate is our, our band Instagram. And that's where we post everything related to our band, our shows, our music. So... Um, We'd, we'd, we'd really appreciate if you guys could follow the Apangate account because that's every follower literally helps us, you know, starting out yeah. to build some sort of credibility and, and establish who we are. And um, yeah, Ethan Estrada and Apangate with an O. Absolutely, absolutely. And in the show notes, I would, of course, put in those Thank details. You. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Uh, now I think we come to the closure of this amazing, amazing podcast. I amazing. love you, my brother, for I joining you, me. And uh, do you have any closing comments before we close out? Um, do I have any closing comments? Do you want people to drink uh, enough water? Any meditation? You know what? I think what you said is the most important. Uh, feeling is healing. Oh yeah. Feel your emotions, guys. You know, live your authentic lives. Don't don't compare yourself to others. You know, we all have different traits and different skills. Um, life is so much better when you when you face your internal. You know, trauma time travels. So just you know be real with yourself and when you're real with yourself all the doors open up and it's never too late to change it's never too late to turn your life around it's never too late to be the person you want to be it's uh it's all about just self-awareness and accountability and not judging yourself in the process and surround yourself with positive people good people it only brings you up hell yeah and that calls for <laughs> thank you thank you thank you so much all right thank you my man i love you bro i hope everyone had a good time learning more about uh, my friend ethan go follow him there's more content coming your way guys i hope you're having a good day and if you're not make sure you figure out a way to have a good better day mm. right, love <laughs> have you, a good bro. one guys thank you ethan thank bye you guys Sandeep, oh Sandeep, getting deep with Sandeep, Sandeep, oh Sandeep.